Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, you busy fundraiser. Yeah, you. Listen, I know you're busy planning an event and you shouldn't have to worry about what software you're using for events and online giving and peer-to-peer fundraising and auctions and mobile bidding and text-to-give. It's all at one cause. OneCause.com. Listen, I've been using OneCause for a long time with clients all over. It's designed for busy fundraisers. It's intuitive. It's a powerful fundraising solution for your next event, and you should be using it. Go to OneCause.com. They're a sponsor of the show. They're amazing. They're awesome. And there's free resources galore at OneCause.com. Check them out today. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marks to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And what better place to go to help our nonprofits do good better than the, uh, you know, directors of small and medium-sized nonprofits. They're boots on the ground. They know better than everybody else. That's what we got today. You know me. I am a uh, kind of obsessive compulsive about arts. And so uh, we got a really good show for you today. I'd like to welcome to the uh, podcast, Amber Danielson. She's the executive director of the Marshall County Arts and Culture Alliance. Amber, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Super excited to talk today. But if somebody is sort of like, I don't know, poking around on iTunes and Spotify or YouTube, and they're looking at you and saying, this sounds like a fantastic thing, but I don't know much about it. Could we start off this podcast by you giving us a 5,000 foot view on who you are, what you do, and why we're talking today? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm Amber Danielson. I'm the executive director of the Arts and Culture Alliance. We're located in Marshalltown, Iowa, which is a town of about 27,000 people. Uh, and our mission is pretty simple. We connect our community to arts and culture by supporting, promoting, and enriching existing opportunities and seeking new possibilities. Uh, and so we serve our community through a multitude of different programs and services. Uh, and Marshalltown's in a really unique space. Uh, we uh, 
uh, have been hit by several natural disasters over the last few years. We kind of call it the trifecta because we throw in the pandemic in there because I'm going to call that a disaster too. Um, but yeah, in 2018, we were hit by a tornado that tore down our uh, historic district. A uh, pandemic hit a few years later. And then we were hit by a derecho, which was an inland hurricane, which I didn't even know what that was. Uh, and neither did most of Iowa. Uh, but we were quickly uh, in a much different uh, position, driving around our community very different. So the needs of our community are quickly... Uh, evolving and changing rapidly and so we're doing the same as a small nonprofit in the community. Well it's it's funny I have always said that art kind of saved us during the pandemic and it saves us during all sorts of trials and tribulations because it's the one thing that we can turn to that's always there it always gets us out of whether it's music or a book or a story or a play that kind of gets us out of our own head a little while gives us an escape and that allows us to kind of move forward with other kind of tragedies that happen so you probably over the last couple of years have a couple of great stories on what your organization what the alliance has done within the community that you kind of remember even though there are some tough times and sort of some really difficult things to do as a, a leader of a nonprofit organization. What's a story or a couple of stories that you remind yourself of? Oh, that's why we do what we do. Well, uh, the tornado quickly showed us uh, a pro program that was in infancy. Uh, it was something we needed to quickly go with, which was a mural program. Uh, it was very uh infant in its uh, idea, but then we drove around town and saw blank canvases everywhere. Uh, and at the time, we were going to slowly go into it. But as you said, art uh, saved us during the pandemic. And so when we slowly started uh, rolling it out in late 2019, and then 2020 hit, uh, we realized, let's go. Uh, and we're, it's a good thing we did. We ended up doing 20 murals in two years, uh, which is insane. Uh, and really, provided our community with hope and resiliency, uh, just showing that we can come together, the unification of our community coming together through art and through uh, just having a sense of pride again in our community, which was really lost with all of the damage in our community. So that uh, I think was one of our craziest years ever. And looking back, uh, there was some hesitancy of maybe we're not ready, but uh, wow, when you think about a ripple effect of uh, we want more, uh, the calls just keep coming and everyone wants a mural on their building, which is, which is fabulous. I love it. Uh, besides the mural stuff, what kind of programming really has taken off or really maybe surprised you and like, wow, the embracing of this community with this was either unexpected or overwhelming in its positive response? Yeah, when uh, the natural disasters hit, we are at uh, a devastating time, but also I think our community turned it into an opportunity because a lot of our projects uh, and major infrastructure projects around our community uh, became more urgent and became a desire and a need immediately, which would have probably taken us years to get there. And so our organization, um, in partnership with our city and our local chamber of commerce, we're actually going through an arts and culture master planning process, which essentially is looking at how we're rebuilding our community through a creative lens to ensure that we're doing it uh, uniquely, distinctly, and uh, authentic to our community, which I think 
think most communities around around uh, everywhere is uh, looking at how can we make our community unique. And so we're at a really a unique opportunity because uh, we're really rebuilding our entire community, specifically our downtown. And so our opportunity to partner with uh, the municipal government and also nonprofit organizations, for-profit organizations to really rebuild in a creative way and embed arts and culture through that. We also have a really unique community in that um, we are of the most culturally diverse in the state of Iowa. And so making uh, it authentic to the culture that runs through our community, I think is a really exciting opportunity for us as we rebuild. Not a lot of nonprofits have um, not one, but two, but three uh, distinct tragedies in a, in a row. And that kind of makes things uh, a little more different. And we all know that running a nonprofit is not all sunshine and rainbows and puppy dogs and ice cream. We get that. Um, how did you find your action or like uh, how your, your reaction to the tragedies or, or the things that, what got you out of that? Was it conversation? Was it action? Was it um, sort of empathy? What sort of pieces to the puzzle did you figure out on how to get out of this sort of woe is us sort of mentality? Because I think a lot of nonprofits are always looking for ways to, to sort of come out of the darkness of whatever that might be, a board turnover, et cetera. So we'll take the extreme case of you. How did you kind of mentally handle all that? Yeah, I think one thing that our community and our organization does really well is just extremely strong partnerships and collaborations throughout our entire community. Uh, in all the programming and all the services we do, we just have a multitude of organizations that we work so closely with, and we truly believe that we're better together. And so I think that having those strong relationships and collaborations, the second the tornado hit, it was, you know, all hands on deck. Everyone was immediately cleaning up, picking up and coming together. Uh, and we were immediately having meetings, getting ready to talk about what's next. And we were pretty quick to action. And so I think that's maybe some of the challenges we've been facing as we just the list of things that we want to do is just it, it's never ending. And so uh, I think just uh, recognizing where we've come so far, we've done so much, but I think we get really uh, hung up on what's next, what's next. Uh, and so I think just coming together, working together uh, and just and doing things, saying yes, I, I think it's hard in, in those stages to want to get stuck in the planning, but we were in a position that we needed to just act and go. So actually, the tornado prepared us for the two tragedies and uh, pandemic and the uh, natural disaster to come because we knew exactly what to do when tragedy struck. So not that we hope we have another one anytime soon, but we definitely are ready. I love it that you've got a roadmap already for the fourth that we don't ever want to see happen, but just in case, you've already got it. You've already got it. Knock it out of the park. Um, I think a lot of nonprofits who listen to this and, and sort of relate to um, uh, an overwhelming amount of things that might have happened to them, or there's, a, again, change of a staff or a change of mission or a change of sort of uh, circumstance, they're always looking for tips and tricks on how they can deal with some of those things. Do you have sort of a piece of advice or some things that you've learned over the last couple of years that you can give another nonprofit that may be in a similar role or just someone who's looking for a way to kind of think differently about how to make their nonprofits work better? Yeah, I think something that we've learned is be willing to try new things uh, and be willing to fail, learn some lessons along the way. Uh, we actually have a graffiti wall in our community that we installed. And uh, around the time of some of this change, a uh, random act of one of our uh, artists spray painted, why not? 
on this uh, graffiti wall. And it's kind of became the uh, poster piece for our planning over the next few years of why not? Let's try it. Uh, and so we've done quite a few things over the last few years. Some have been really successful. Some we did one time and we're not going to do them again. Uh, but I think that that's the only way that you can try it, do things successfully or not successfully is to try them, uh, learn from it and, and grow from it and go from there. So the ability to be flexible, be open and sometimes just just say yes and just go and see what happens. I think that's such a wonderful reminder to nonprofits who have this mindset of if I do this and it's and it's horrible, everything will go to hell in a handbasket. And I think if you're listening as as this sort of one, like just unbelievable gut grit nonprofit leader is talking of like, listen, no matter what decision you make on an event or or a, or a fundraising thing or um, whatever you've got going on marketing wise. It's not as bad as three horrible events that have happened in the course of five years. And so why not is a wonderful, it's such a beautiful thing that I think people should ask themselves what's the worst that could happen. Or And if it's not like utter disaster of a hurricane that comes through Iowa, then you can try to get away with it. And it's going to be okay. I love that it's advice. And I'm sure that people are going to want to know how on earth did they get a hold of you to learn more about what the amazing things you're doing and the resiliency that you show, they might not know how to get to you. So is there a way we can get a hold of you either from a website or a phone number that we can go track you and then eventually give you lots of money? Yes, you can visit us on our website at artsandcultureralliance.org. You can learn more about us there. Follow us on social media, Arts and Culture Alliance. And uh, you should be able to find a link there to uh, support our organization if uh, you see fit. I love it. Uh, everybody, after the show, you should go down there. We're going to have all those in the show notes. So click around. And if you're clicking around, by the way, and you haven't uh, followed this uh, podcast, you haven't liked or subscribed, do it. You should. This is the kind of awesome things that we get to talk about. And then immediately go back to the show notes and go click on uh, everything that we've got down there so you can support them and learn a little bit about uh, sort of arts and culture and what they're got going down there in Marshall County, Iowa. Amber, thanks so much for what you do. Thanks for your resilience. Thanks for your perspective. Thanks for the amazing piece of advice that you're giving all of our nonprofit listeners today. But most of all, thank you so much for being a guest here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome, or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well, because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today. <laughs>